Welcome to Space News Brief. You can find us on Twitter at Space News Brief or online at bluehomeco.com. Today, in 1967, NASA launched the powerful new Saturn V rocket on its maiden voyage. It is Monday, November 9th, and these are your top space news headlines. Echostar Corporation plans to launch the Jupiter 3 broadband satellite in the first quarter of 2022, but has not yet selected a launch provider, company officials said during a November 5th earnings call. China's main space contractor is developing launch vehicles capable of learning and adapting, as well as multiple technologies for recovering and reusing rockets. The link in the show notes will take you to an exhaustive list of the features. French propulsion startup ThrustMe has conducted an in-orbit demonstration of an iodine electric propulsion system on a 12-unit Space City CubeSat launched on a Chinese Long March 6 rocket. Quote, it's a historic launch because it's the first iodine electric propulsion system that will be tested in space, end quote. ThrustMe CEO Ann Anslin told Space News, In addition to ThrustMe's propulsion, Space City's first 12U CubeSat houses a laser communication module and an autonomous airplane tracking technology. James Zhang, Space City Luxembourg CEO, told Space News in an email. With the successful launch of 10 satellites, Earth observation company Satellogic says it can now move ahead of its rival in providing high-resolution imagery. The 10 satellites bring the company's constellation to 21 satellites, 14 of which provide high-resolution imagery. That constellation, the company said, can provide 4 million square kilometers of high-resolution images per day at resolutions as sharp as 70 centimeters, including the ability to revisit locations up to four times per day. Quote, we'll essentially have more capacity for high-resolution data collection in orbit than any other company in the planet, unquote, claimed Emiliano Cargiman, chief executive of Satellogic, in an interview pulling the company ahead of Maxar and Planet. Satellogic plans to shift those future launches from China to SpaceX. Cargiman said the company chose the Long March 6 for this launch because it had the, quote, best combination of price and availability, unquote, for its satellites. However, quote, the launch market has been changing significantly, and when it comes to the cost per kilogram to orbit and availability, the options have been shifting a little bit, and SpaceX has a really appealing and disruptive model now with the rideshares, unquote. Airbus and Raytheon have filed protests with the Government Accountability Office challenging space development agency contracts awarded to L3 Harris and SpaceX last month for 80 missile tracking satellites, putting the project on hold until the dispute is resolved. Airbus U.S. Space and Defense filed its protest October 28th. Raytheon's protest was filed November 3rd. The Government Accountability Office has until February 11th, 2021 to issue a decision. A Space Development Agency spokesperson said the agency is, quote, working with the GAO to achieve fast, accurate, and equitable resolution to the protest received from Airbus and Raytheon on the agency's tracking Tranche Zero contracts, unquote. Raytheon Technologies, L3 Harris, Interstate Electronic Corporation, and BAE Systems collectively received $552.5 million in contracts to develop and produce integrated circuit cards for military GPS receivers. The contracts announced November 6th by the U.S. Space Force Space and Missile Systems Center are for tiny circuit cards known as... Military GPS User Equipment Miniature Serial Interface Increment 2 Application Specific Integrated Circuit. (laughs) 
Maxar Technologies plans to launch its first two World Legion satellites as early as September 2021 on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from the Vandenberg Air Force Base in California. Maxar plans to launch the second two Worldview Legion satellites approximately three to six months after the first launch, Jablonski said. Now I've linked to the Living Atlas of the World in the fun section of the show notes. It's really cool. Chinese rocket firm Galactic Energy has successfully sent a small satellite, part of the Apocalypse Narrowband Internet of Things constellation, into orbit Saturday with the first launch of its Circe 1 launch vehicle. The successful mission means Galactic Energy becomes the second nominally private Chinese launch company to reach orbit. The Indian Space Research Organization successfully carried out its first launch since the COVID-19 outbreak Saturday, sending the EOS-1 Earth Observation Satellite and nine smaller payloads into orbit. EOS-1 is intended for application in forestry, agriculture, and disaster management, according to the ISRO. NASA announced late November 6th that it was delaying the final phases of the Green Run test of the SLS core stage including the full-duration static-fire test of its four engines. That test has been scheduled for mid-November, a date confirmed by officials with NASA and Boeing, the SLS prime contractor, less than a month earlier. After extensive testing, Hughes is ready to produce a beyond-line-of-sight satellite communication system for government and commercial helicopters. Hughes sees potential military, civil government, and commercial applications for enhanced helicopter communications. Statistically speaking, about 49% of you might wear bras. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I even know what I'm talking about when it comes to them. However, our new sponsor, Hope's Chest, does. Since 2009, they've specialized in helping breast cancer survivors and those who've had reconstructive surgery, breast augmentation, and reductions. They also help those that are well-endowed, itty-bitty, athletes, moms-to-be, and those who have suffered from fibromyalgia. So if you have a problem trying to find the right-fitting bra, head over to hopeschest.com for a unique bra fitting experience. They're going to help you find the perfect fitting bra for you. Once again, head over to hopeschest.com or give them a call at 714-797-9996. Topics in law and policy, launches, and events. In a talk November 6th at a conference organized by the University of Washington Space Policy and Research Center, or SPARC, Senator Maria Cantwell, ranking member of the Senate Commerce Committee, said she remained hopeful that Congress will pass a NASA authorization bill before the end of the year. That's the NASA Authorization Act of 2019, unquote, she said. Cantwell is one of the co-sponsors of the bill, which the Commerce Committee favorably reported nearly one year ago, but has yet to be passed by the full Senate. In late news today, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said he wouldn't remain in the agency's lead role in the Biden administration, even if asked. In other breaking news, Donald Trump announced on Twitter Monday that he has fired Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, and that Christopher Miller, who serves as director of the National Counterterrorism Center, will become acting secretary, quote, effective immediately, unquote. Okay, the next launch looks like it will be the November 14th SpaceX first operational Crew Dragon mission to the International Space Station called Crew-1. So exciting. We also have the NASA Advisory Council Aeronautics Committee meeting Tuesday, November 10th tomorrow. If you'd like to check that out, the link is in the show notes. Remember, like I said earlier, in the fun section, I have a link to the Living Atlas of the World. 
so check it out. Yes, I skipped out on Friday. I know there's a ton of stories today. If I didn't cover anything that you see out there, I'll probably try to get around to it tomorrow. I didn't want to go over time because we're pressing for about eight minutes. And if I put more stories up there, you know, it goes longer and I'll probably just bore you. And uh, I'm sure everybody has a zillion other things going on right now and other things going on in your brain. So I didn't need to overwhelm you too much because, you know, it can be. Anyway. Welcome back on this Monday. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Please do me a favor. Tell somebody about this. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're getting this podcast or on YouTube. Tell a friend. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. All right, all you space nerds and curious minds. My name is Chad Scarborough. Drink your water. I will talk to you tomorrow. SNB is a space news aggregate that takes the top daily space news headlines and presents them in a less than 10 minute podcast. For transparency purposes, we list every story in the show notes that we cover. We do not claim or take credit for writing any of these stories. Wilhelm.